Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to a court of fairies and fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Alex. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Um, Sarah, what have you been up to? Reading anything good? Um, I feel like there's so much going on in life. Um, guys, we are having the busiest summer of our lives. Yes. In the best way possible. Yes. It's all positive things. Yes. But no complaints. So busy. Hence why we are trying to find somebody to join our team. Yes. Those have been fun. Those interviews have been really fun. Thank you to everybody who has like sent in resumes and has Mm -hmm. been interviewing with us. Yes. We very much enjoyed it. Hopefully in the next couple months, you guys see us really up our game. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But no, so I was on a work trip to Dallas um, and obviously I got to read a book on the plane, which was so fun. Love it. Um, Because I am not a person that can like work on planes. There's just, there's no elbow room for typing. Mm -mm. The little tray is like an inch and a half and my computer's bigger than it. It's just not, (laughs) it's just not my thing. So I'm like, I'm going to read on the plane. Um, And I had downloaded a book on like one of those stuff your Kindle days called um, The Enchanted Crossroads by Dora Bloom. And I was all excited for it. I was really liking it initially because this girl is like a lawyer and she's all about, you know, prioritizing herself and her work and she's not, doesn't care about anybody else. Okay. And she's like super smart, but like wants to help people. Um, but then it just became so cheesy and like a terrible Aww. timeline and she was making the most impulsive, reckless decisions. It's and like I, a lawyer wouldn't do that. I was like, this is literally the complete opposite of who she was at the beginning of this book. Oh, that's a bummer. And I was like, Ugh. and it was, I wasn't like a really big fan of how they wove in the like magic into mm. it and everything. So it was, it was a two star, which I haven't read a two star in a while. I hate to, that's I'm hard. not trying to bash books on no, here. That just wasn't n- for you. Yeah. It's just, that's never my goal, but I feel like I need to tell people about books I read and be honest yeah. because I think a lot of the bookstagram world, book talk world, everybody's like, oh, it's a four or five to every single book. And that's not accurate. No. So I'm trying to be a realist here, but not hypercritical either. Yeah. I mean, they still wrote a book. Right. I'm so impressed. (laughs) I have not written a book, so I cannot, I cannot judge. But my personal opinion, it was a two star. Yeah. So So. like if someone is a Sarah. Yes. Then. Not for you. It's probably not for you. Saving you some time. Yes. Yeah. I have trust issues with book talk at this point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For those exact reasons. Yes. Um, But so I read that and it kept me, it kept me entertained for the flight. Fair enough. Totally fine. 
Um, and then we got a new arc book in that mm. I am super excited about. Um, it's cool. called The Hurricane Wars by Thea Guanzon. I'm probably saying her name wrong. Um, but it comes out in October. And I've seen a couple people review it on Bookstagram and BookTok. I know I just bashed it. Whatever. <laughs> but people have said it's the neck. It's like the hangover for Fourth Wing. Okay. Which was the hangover for Akatar. So right. it's like I have very high expectations for this book I'm which very, could be dangerous very dangerous <laughs> i'm going in totally open yep. not having like actual expectations because right. i've just read i'm reading the back of the books now i'm trying to get better about <laughs> setting my expectations before i yeah. begin reading but i'm excited about it based on like what i've read that's awesome so i'm getting ready to start that i will keep everyone informed how fun yeah um, I just read a book and it, I needed a, a palate cleanser. I can't remember if I told you this, but the book club book I've referenced the other week was terrible. Oh no. Oh yeah, you did. I remember. Okay. Yes. So I was like, I need something. I need a palate cleanse. I need something that's going to bring me joy. Mm -hmm. It's going to hit all the right spots. Yep. And so I read this book called the, it's like the Lonely Hearts book club. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I've heard it's really good. <laughs> it was precious. <laughs> Um, that was, it was a four star for me. Um, it had it, like the main character Sloan's a librarian mm -hmm. and there's the grumpy old man, Arthur, it's the perfect setup. And, like the neighbor who's like a kind of like kooky older lady who doesn't connect well with her teenage daughter, Maisie. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it has the most wonderful cast of characters and yeah. it's so just like sweet and wholesome. And it was just precious of this like sweet little community coming together <laughs> and it just uh i loved it um so would recommend that's awesome um, that that brought me some joy and i feel like it helped me um get like i, I read it so quick and mm -hmm. i feel like i've been reading books really slowly recently yeah um and i'm like I, I just i feel like i'm moving through books faster yeah and I, I don't, I'm going to credit that. Yeah. Um, cause I was like, oh, I think you got me out of a little slump, a little slump mm -hmm. there. So we'll see if that. my, if my count starts increasing, <laughs> uh, maybe I'm speaking too soon, but no, um, Anywho. but that does remind me. Um, I know we talked about it. I think last week, I can't even remember, but in case you guys missed it, uh, two things. So first off, we are putting in our show notes, the books that we're talking about yeah. at the beginning of the episode. So you don't need to listen to us again, unless you want to. Um, but you can check those out and we'll, you know, say what books we talked about. And it's then just a handy reference. It is. It's great. Um, and then we opened an Amazon storefront. I say opened. We, I made a link. It's fine. Yeah. Um, our, our link tree on Instagram now has a link to an, an Amazon storefront, which is going to put the books that we talk about that we like on there. So I have to say as an Amazon associate, I earn from qualifying purchases. <laughs> I've put it out there in the universe. Amazon don't try to blackball me. It's fine. <laughs> um, it's just, if you guys are interested and you want to read the books we read, it's just another easy way to support us. Correct. It's not, you're not paying us. It's just a profit, a piece of the profit from the book goes to us. Yeah. And so that is in our Instagram link tree. So yep. if you're ever like, oh, I want to pick some books that I know Alex and Sarah have read, like it's a great place to, to go and, it's and shop. There. And also the fun things like the e like the clicker for my Kindle. Which yes, I we're love. trying we're trying to help curate yes. a fun little storefront, if you will, for you guys based off of the things we love, the things we talk about, yes, and the things that will make your reading life more enjoyable. Yes. Um, okay. 
we have two new fam Patreon members. Yes. Um. So want to shout them out because they're amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um. So just a reminder: these folks join our highest level of Patreon membership. It's five dollars a month. Um, may not sound like much, but it is super impactful and helpful for us. So the least we can do is give them shout outs on our podcast. So yes. want to shout out Cass B and Kim P. You both are incredible. We're excited to have you join the fam. Yes. Um, and if you're interested, um, our Patreon is linked in our notes and on our Instagram. Yeah. Um, okay. So this week. We're doing chapters 42 through 43, mm-hmm. and we're calling this episode Rebel Life. Yes. Um, an interesting mm-hmm. duo of chapters. Such long chapters. Well, this is, it was bizarre. I was like, two. That's it? Like, that I was, was it. I was like, should I keep reading? Should I stop? What? They were long, Just, though. The, oh, a yeah. lot happened. So much happens. This kills me with SJM. She has <laughs> such a knack for, like, putting way too many things in one chapter. There's yep. nothing wrong with a new chapter well but she doesn't do it at the very end when all the chapters Ugh. are like three pages no right i'm like just just <laughs> evenly disperse it's not that hard yep um so my summary is a little all over the place mm-hmm. uh for chapter 42 uh bryce freeze hunt ethan goes back to the astronomer and meets a mystic Therion gets no support from his queen and rune flirts with day yeah all uh, the things i said a lot happens in this chapter <laughs> um you know, Bryce getting Hunt released and then screwing things up with Juniper and Oof. like Ethan finding out he's an alpha and like the wolf alpha from the mystics. Like so I, many things. I, yeah. Like like you listed 10 things that happened. I just listed 10 things that happened, like all in the same chapter. Yeah. It, ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, the chapter opens with um, a realization that Bryce fucked up. Uh, yes. Um, so apparently she put in a call to the Crescent City Ballet and was like, you better make Juniper a principal. Yeah. And they did. And they let Juniper know. And Juniper is pissed, which I get where Juniper's coming from. Yeah. But like, I understood like Bryce thinking it was helping too, but uh. I, I, that one, she, Bryce had to have known. Yeah. That that would have destroyed juniper like it literally devalues all of the work she's ever put in it does and people are always gonna be like oh well you're best friends with the princess of the fae so like of course you'd get principal it's like no she also worked super hard on it for so many years and was being like not fairly treated and that's why they had to put in the call but ah, like because we got that perspective of bryson making a call yeah but we didn't know like I didn't know she was gonna demand, right? Like that she was gonna pull her the funding if they didn't make her principal. I thought that was drastic. I I feel like it should have yeah. been like, hey, like I'm telling you this as a donor. I think that she needs to be considered. Like I think you need to stop whatever it is you're doing and mm-hmm. stop playing favorites, and just kind of put it that way. Just, like that not- would have been that would have been a little different. Yeah. Yeah, because then it's like if they, you know, were smart and like we're like, okay, well, yeah, she's right. Let's just, you know, make her principal like she should be. Yeah, that's a different story. But I, yeah, June is pissed. Mm -hmm. Well, they probably like made her super aware. Oh yeah, you're only getting this because of Bryce. Exactly, and that's what happens when you strong arm people like that, and they're not doing it because they want to. They're gonna be brats about it. Yeah, for sure. It's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Um. So. 
June's pissed. June is no longer talking to her. Mm -hmm. And that is unfortunate. Yeah. But Bryce also used her fancy schmancy title to get a meeting with Celestina. Yes. Because as we start this chapter, she's like headed to her office. And I was like, wait, did we miss something? Yeah. I was like, why are you going there? Right. At the end of the last chapter. No, she's meeting her because she wants to formally request the return of Hunt Athelar for one (laughs) night, she says. Yes. And she she lies as to why she's saying essentially that, you know, she has to take him home. It's this mm-hmm. whole thing. They planned it. And I think Celestina seems to have that soft side. Yeah. So I think Bryce knew she might be able to swing it. And, and it was sweet seeing Celestina soften because yeah. I think at first we were like, he's not your slave. It's not fair to, like, essentially lock him up for two weeks. Right. Um, so it, it felt like maybe she did that decision to try it or she made that decision because of Ephraim and all the other pieces, but mm-hmm. she's not like hard and fast on that. So maybe it's not as concerning as we thought, yeah. you know? Well, and it's funny because she tells him like, apparently Hunt has been so mopey around here that, you know, he can go with you for this night and just stay with you because <laughs> he is bringing morale down around the barracks. <laughs> so I think she's kind of a little happy that he's leaving. Yeah. So, um, but they have a sweet moment where they're kind of like, you know, like we can be friends Mm -hmm. and I don't know for someone like Celestina who probably has felt so isolated her whole life. Mm -hmm. Like it's just a really nice like offer and thing to think about. And it's just so different from Micah. So different. Yeah. Did you notice anything else with Celestina? Um, I mean, I think Bryce kind of tries to make some comments about Ephraim or her relationship. Mm And I I just respect Celestina's composure. Yeah. Like constantly. Mm. Like you can tell she's not happy, but she is never going to say a bad word about her new partner, about the situation she's being put in. And she's just taking it with so much grace. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Which it's like Ephraim doesn't seem to be a bad guy. And it's just, it's a situation based off of, you know, Mm -hmm. their title and their level. And so that grace is phenomenal. Yeah. And I think again, showcasing her character in Mm -hmm. such a, stark way yeah um let's see so when bryce gets out of there she's she's on her way to her next stop and she gives fury a call mm-hmm. and fury is like dude you need to give her some space you need yeah. space and then a big ass apology yeah and i'm not getting in the middle of this. no <laughs> which i don't blame her no i don't either um and then she runs into hunt mm-hmm. lets him know that he will be free in the morning and he is very excited about it yes but that is quickly cut short because pollux and the hind walk in yes just being dicks he he is just sucky but i appreciate that bryce is always like oh that's your best comeback because he always makes these prostitute comments about her she's like that's all you got and i'm just like bryce we don't need to provoke him like we could just let it be because that's clearly you're not, not Bryce. It's not. It's not Bryce, but it's nope. fine. It's fine. Well, like what else is she gonna say to that? She could just not say anything. No, that gives him power. Uh, <laughs> Gotta say something. Oh man. Um, okay, so then we pivot to Ethan, mm-hmm. and he gets a call from the Prime. Yeah, that was unexpected. Like, I didn't even know the Prime had, like, a cell phone. I know. That's, <laughs> I was a little surprised about this, too. And he's like, he's like, every wolf has the Prime's number. But I mean, that would make sense. But he doesn't call you. Like, he doesn't call <laughs> a random, like, not alpha, like, not his family. Like, right. Ethan would never be somebody that the Prime would call. But he is. He's calling Ethan. It's exciting. 
Yeah, and he's asking, like, why Ethan is no longer residing in the den. Yep. So clearly he took what Bryce said and, like, wants to know more. Yeah. Um, and he, like, Ethan doesn't want to tell him because, of course, like, why he like why would the prime believe him like sabina's his daughter right so and he doesn't want to throw her under the bus like that um but the prime you know he commands a response so Mm -hmm. you know ethan tells him where he's currently living um and the prime says is that where you wish to be and he says is there an alternative the prime says i would make you alpha of your own pack you have it in you i've sensed it for too long you have suppressed it so others might lead interesting that is very interesting ethan has alpha energy yes and ethan asks like what about sabine and he says i i shall deal with my daughter if this is what you choose what a supportive prime so supportive and ethan has alpha energy like was he hiding that from danica like did danica know he had this did connor know he had this i don't know he seems so it's just i don't know it doesn't seem alpha like to hide your alpha right ness on behalf of I wonder if it's just because others? like he was Connor's little brother Maybe. and he would never want to overshadow Connor because Connor like raised him he loved him so much he loved him so much like Maybe. I don't know I, th- I thought it was really interesting though of all the people to have it or did it like just happen after Connor died that he had this energy right oh you know what I mean like maybe since Connor could have technically run the pack but Danica like was the leader maybe maybe that just like passed on to him or maybe because danica and connor and all of them like died the you know the gods of the wolves the gods (laughs) of the wolves were like we need more alphas and like just infuse that energy i don't know i don't know um so ethan gets off the phone tells him he'll think about it and get back to him Mm -hmm. and then like so casually it's like straightening ethan pushed off the wall and finished his walk arriving at his destination the towering doors to the astronomer's building were of horrors were shut and you're like what are you doing back there why are you there why are you there we just had the most traumatic experience back there why are you there go home yeah you know that connor is <laughs> like he's at rest ish yeah. like just let it be let, let it, it be. be but he can't no so he goes in and the astronomer is not there, but mm-hmm. one of the mystics is not in her little tube things. Mm-hmm. And that's an interesting conversation. Yeah. Apparently like her like device isn't working and the astronomer had to go get a piece from the meat market. So she can't get back in her tank. Mm-hmm. So she's actually able to have a conversation, which I was surprised that she wanted to have a conversation with. Ethan. Yeah. Um, and he asks her like if what the mystic said about his brother was true and she isn't really sure because apparently she only felt the terror from the other mystic, Hmm. which like that's creepy that they like feel the things that the others feel. And it's also awful. Yeah. Um, but she says like he could try a necromancer, which I I know that they exist in this world. Mm hmm. But I forgot yeah. that they exist in this world. And <laughs> there also, are so many types of creatures in this world that that feels reasonable. Right. And also I was like, could he ask like Hypaxia? Could Hypaxia do this? Oh. she's like part necromancer. Good call. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Because I was like, I, I, know, I know that. I know somebody like, <laughs> raise my hand over here. You're like, I've got this. I've got this. Yes. That's too funny. Uh, but he says that's a no-go. So. Right. Um, we also learned a little bit about her background, which is so sad. Oh awful um so she was like she was she was from a family and it was it was a big family and Mm -hmm. at four she was sold yep 
to be a mystic because she had a little bit of that like energy. So those rumors of poor families Mm -hmm. selling someone so that the rest can survive is true. Is true. Yeah. And he like he's going to leave and he like rolls around and he gets like this whiff that he catches and he says, you're a wolf. Like, what are you doing here? Right. Which is crazy that he's able to pick that up. Right. So quickly. And then, you know, she tells him that about the right about family. that and that her parents had no pack, which I'm like, how do they not have packs? Like, is that I mean, they could have been exiled the way Ethan that's was. True. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just it's so sad. It's so sad. And the, she, like, cause he asked, he's like, what's your name? She's like, I don't have a name. Like she doesn't know her family no. name. She doesn't have a name. I was like, this is awful. This poor girl. And she has no idea like how old she is. She has no idea how long she's been like in this tube thing for the mystic or like as a mystic. Yep. And she's just going to be there forever. Like till she dies. Yeah. That's awful. It is awful. Yeah. Cause if she does try to escape or leave, then her parents are no longer taken care of. And her 10 siblings are no longer taken care of. Right. How do you, you can't, you, I, I don't know. I mean, a super selfish person, I'm sure, would try to leave. Right. But she doesn't come across that way. But she also was four when they right. did this to her. Like, that's called Stockholm Syndrome. Yes. Or, like, conditioning, brainwashing. Right. Yeah, she's not going to, she doesn't know what to do in the real world. She can no. go out there. She probably has the, like, mental capacity of a four-year-old right. in terms of decision-making and understanding right and wrong. Yeah, it's it's awful. It's terrible. I'm just like, I'm picturing like a little four-year-old wolf like in that tank. And it's just so sad. It's terrible. Um, But he catches like, because of like what she's saying and how she's saying it, he gets this sense that she's an alpha. Which is even more horrible. It's absolutely terrible for her. Um, But she won't go with him. Yeah. So he does the next best thing he can think of. He sees the little fire sprite box and he's like, well, I'm, I'm taking them with me. Yeah, go Ethan. I guess, yeah. Why not? Why not? It's fine. Do something, at least. Yeah. Um, okay, so then we pivot to Therian, and he's talking to his queen. And essentially, he's like, hey, the the rebels got the, like, fancy New Mech suits, mm-hmm. and I need, I need to go there, and I need backup. And yep. she's like, nope, you're going alone. And he's like, okay, but this is important. Mm-hmm. Like, this is might help me find a meal, and, you know, we, we got to do this. And yeah. she's like, nope. Mm-hmm. By yourself. Yeah. She wants no witnesses to the blue court's involvement. Yep. And I thought it was interesting. Therian says, some people might think you were trying to kill me off, you know. And then the River Queen says, then defend my honor against such slander and return alive. It was like, okay. I don't, I'm still trying to piece together the River Queen and like her she thoughts, her motives, me. all of it. And I don't really remember the rest of this book. And how she's in, like, well, I mean, like right. her specifically in the rest of this book. Yeah. So I'm trying to remember if I even get clarity. So I don't know. I guess I'll learn as yeah. everybody else does. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, and then to we see Rune. <laughs> yep. So he's meeting Day on their little dream bridge, um, and she tells him to like stop flirting. They're here to deliver information to each other. Flirts. Of course, Rune would be flirting. Of course. Uh, but somehow they get into a conversation about their sex lives. Um, because they were flirting. Yes. <laughs> and Runes, you know, he's saying how he's a dominant male, but he would never pressure his partner into anything. And right. Day thinks that he might be a wolf because of, like, this dominance that he's, like, coming off with. Right. Um, but he tells her, like, no, he's not. And he thinks that she is in sky and breath because she reminds him of the wind. 
Interesting. I know. Okay. So then they kind of get to business for a second. Mm -hmm. He updates her that the rebels were successful um, with that hit on the spine and they like have the mech suits um, and that he's, you know, they're going to try to meet up like with Peppa. Yep. Excuse me. Pippa and stop her. Like since they think she's trying, she's basically leaving a trail of bodies and they want to end this. So, but day has so many questions and I'm like, why are you asking? Right. All these questions. Cause she got super suspicious of rune when he was asking a bunch of questions. So I was like, why are you doing that? Now? Yeah. Interesting. She's like, who's going to be there? Mm-hmm. Is special, has special been given command? Do you know the name of the ship? What Island? And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. What's with the questions? We're supposed to be secrets. Like yeah. you're we're not supposed to tell each other things. Yeah. Um, but she winds up like getting suddenly like cut off and she's just gone. Yeah. So I'm guessing she woke up. Something happened. Yes. Well, they, he like can sense this and, it seems like very aggressive, not fun, sexy time. Right. Mm-hmm. And so Rune like waits, which is I love. <laughs> I can't with this man. I love Rune Ugh. so much. And so she comes back and mm-hmm. he's like, are you all right? And she goes, yes. And he goes, what was that? And she goes, you've never had sex before. And it's like she but it's funny. But I'm also like, I feel like you're deflecting. For sure. hundred percent. I don't know. It just he it tries to like flirt with her again. He's like, is it cliche if I say that trouble is my middle name? And I was just like, Rune, you're ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was really interesting that she actually opens up to him about this because he he was like asking asking about, you know, the guy and, and the sex. And mm-hmm. she admits to him that she hates him. She says, no one knows it, but I do. He disgusts me. And he goes, then why sleep with him? And she goes, because it it's complicated. And so like. Yeah. We're starting to see a little bit of her mm-hmm. and who she is. Like she's letting her guard down for yeah. Rune. Where at the very beginning of this, she was like, You know nothing about me. Right. Like way more intense. Yeah. And that's like super personal stuff to share as well. Yeah. So. Um Oh, with the middle name piece though. Yeah. The second part of that quote. Oh yeah. He says, What would your middle name be? And she says, Retribution. Hot damn. That's quite a like word to pick. Yeah. Well, someone who is like clearly like a deep spy. Mm-hmm. It makes, makes sense. sense. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else for this chapter? Um, you know, Rune tells her not to go. He wants to fall asleep with her there in their dream world. Aww. Which is like I'm oh I'm here for this. I, I love, love it. it. But you know, she does, so So sweet. So sweet. Um, okay. Chapter forty three. Last chapter. <laughs> Last chapter. Um, the crew pays a visit to the Ophian rebels and find themselves in a pickle. Pippa is freaking insane. She's insane. Yeah. She like reminds me of Ianthe slightly. Like slightly Ooh. crazy Ianthe vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That tracks. Yes. Um, okay. So most of our group mm-hmm. is going to see the Ophian rebels. It's like Cormac. Uh, no, not Cormac. I'm sorry. Um, I was going to say Ethan, Flynn, and um, Declan have been left behind. Yes. Everyone else is there. Yes. And Cormac has been winnowing them, mm-hmm. like, one by one. And it's really reminded me of, like, Akawar. Yes. <laughs> when they were, like, winnowing armies. Yeah. And it's just, it's exhausting, but, and it 
it's funny because it's like making everybody sick. Mm-hmm. Like it's reminding me of like seasickness. Yes. But um, that's how they're traveling, which I just thought was like, there's no other way we could have all gotten there together at the same time. Right. Well, like I'm like, how far away are they? Right. The, well, they said it was a two hour boat ride. I was like, couldn't you just have gotten a boat? Right. Just like, I don't know. It's just Maybe? my thought. I don't know. Yeah. But they travel that way. Um, and you know, everyone's being their like sassy and, and feisty selves. Mm-hmm. Um, what'd you notice? Um, well, so they get there and the goal is to like talk to command. They don't yep. want Pippa to be in charge is kind of yep. what the thought is. They don't want her anywhere near this because they think she's just leaving a trail of bodies. Um, yep. and so Cormac goes, finds, to, finds command, talks to them. And basically they're like, no, we love Pippa. We want the weapon that she now has and she's in charge of the Valbar in front. So basically yep. the exact opposite of everything they were hoping for has happened. Yep. So. Um, Cormac winds up taking all of them, especially Hunt, to the new mech suit so that mm-hmm. he can analyze it. And, you know, Pippa comes over there and meets them thinking that Cormac has basically turned them all against her when really, like, he she thinks that he wants to run the Valbar in front. And I'm like, right. He, no, like first off, they're never going to let a Fae right. run the human rebels. Yeah. It's like, no, he just, just doesn't like you. Right. You're <laughs> terrible. You're it's a crazy you. person. Um, and you know, Therian blames her for all these like tortured victims that have turned up, but she says it wasn't her. Um, and they're being too narrow minded to see the bigger picture. And I'm like, and it's like, well then who is it? Who is it? What is the, uh, what? It's the bigger picture that you already know, right? Um, and she says like they're that she's no longer looking for a meal as command thinks it's a waste of resources. And I'm like, but I thought he was a thunderbird. Like, isn't that a huge resource, especially if he can absorb first light and use right. it in battle? Um, I don't know. Apparently, it's not. It's a waste of time now. Hmm. So I don't know. I'm curious what they know that we don't. Yeah. Um, also, I think it just needs to be said that Hunt is emotionally having a hard day because he's obviously like flashing back to mm-hmm. his time with Sandriel and the mech suits. And then also just like the fact that like they're at the rebel base, they're right. officially helping. And it's like so like that was his biggest fear and what he was so concerned about. So right. he's just he's mentally going through a lot mm-hmm. and he but he but he's focused. He's looking at the mech suits and they're different Mm -hmm. than the other ones. Um, Like Rune thought it was like ordinary titanium, but it's actually the Gorshin ore, which Mm -hmm. like those um, like bombs and those bullets are made of that like stops the magic. Yes. But these are set up so that they draw first light from the ground. And so like all like pipes that are crisscrossing the land, that's like sending the first light Mm -hmm. out. Um, this draws that up and it turns it into weapons. It could be like those brimstone missiles and they make it there like right on the spot. And mm-hmm. so it is terrifying. Yeah. But could be really helpful mm-hmm. for humans who have nothing. Yeah. In Pippa's hands though, it smells like trouble. Yeah. And like her eyes are gleaming and instantly Bryce is like, this is like a Philip Briggs, which I totally agree with. Like yeah. she's fanatical. Yeah. Um, but well she she lines up and murders all of the veneer that brought her the mech suit and right. it's like they were on your side it uh, it blows my mind she's like they're veneer they would eventually betray us or the asteria would get to them do and you it's realize like, you're talking to veneer 
Right. <laughs> kills me. I was like, what? I was astounded when that happened. Like I was totally caught off guard that she would just murder these innocent people that are trying to help the cause. Yep. It it's insane to me. Um, um so Pippa leaves mm-hmm. and Therian is just like, I don't think she's being honest about Emil. I think she knows where he is. And I thought it was interesting. Bryce is telling her like or telling Therian just to like I wouldn't go into it. I'd stay away from her. Like, don't interview her. We'll find another like, yeah. way. But she's kind of telling him to drop it. And I'm yeah. like, that's very unlike Bryce. Mm-hmm. And Hunt's kind of catching on. Like, what, what, what do, do you, you know? What do you know? Mm-hmm. What's going on? And we don't know yet. We don't. But she's being a Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. All smart and everything. Um, and I think she's on to something. I think so. There's a reason why she's trying to dissuade Therian. Maybe it's because of Pippa. Um, and and what she, how she just interacted and what she said, but I'm not quite sure what it is yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're all kind of talking, and they realize like they, you know, they would fight Pippa if she came to Lunathian, yep. and it just like it would not end well with the Lightfall unit, especially if they had that mech suit. So yep. they all think that nobody should have it. Yeah. So Bryson Hunt, they're like on the same wavelength, and she's like, light it up. And he fries that mech suit and all the vehicles in sight. Oh. Oh boy. Yeah. I, it just, it felt like they just like were like, fuck this. And like basically like destroyed this rebel base. Right. So like these, these next few pages are, you know, he's, he's messing up the, um, all, all of like the vehicles and mm-hmm. the mech suits. And then like, there was one vehicle that had like bombs in it. And he's like, Therian, let's see what you can do. And Therian like takes a wave to wipe it out. And mm-hmm. so there's like this insane, like power moment of right. all of them leveraging what they have to try to almost disarm these rebels, which is interesting. Cause it's like in a way they're on their side. Right. But also not exactly because they're fanatics. Yeah. So he, they're like, they're not actively trying to like kill and destroy them, but they are trying to disable them right. and get away. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cormac, in the midst of that, gets shot with a Gorshin bullet. Right. And he's there to get out as the widower. I know. So that's extremely inconvenient. Yes. Um. So Bryce like winds up using her light. Well, so they all are like trying to get away. Yep. Bryce uses her light to like give them that chance so that they can get away and they're able to get to a boat, get that started and they take off. Yep. Um, and she's like yelling at Cormac while they're there. And she's like, you want to fight alongside these people? They're no better than Philip fucking Briggs. And he says, why do you think I was doing all I could to find a meal? I don't want him in their hands, but this is war. If you can't handle the game, then stay the fuck out of it. Mm. And I'm just, I, he's got a point he does have a point but i was like is this like are you okay with this right is kind of what i'm wondering yeah. like with his reaction to all i feel of like this. he like talks himself into being okay with it that i think maybe that's what i'm getting from him yeah. too because he can't be he's veneer first off like right. you can't be okay with them just murdering you when you're trying to help them right so but i get it like the the ends don't just or the ends justify the means kind of thing that seems like his perspective and he's a just bit. trying to see the bigger picture versus yeah. what's going on right which now which can be true to a point right mm-hmm. and it's like well have we hit the point where that's not true anymore yeah um so they're on this boat and on the distance they see a dog barking at them mm-hmm. and hence like i know that dog fuck that's Baxian. yep 
and he's trying to warn us. Yeah. Again, I think Baxian's a good guy. Ooh. But, but if Baxian's there, that means the hind mm-hmm. is not far away. Yes. It's like, oh shit. Yeah. We gotta run. Yes. And that's how this ends. Yes. Bum bum bum. Bum bum bum. Intense cliffhanger. Yes. Um, next week we are doing chapters forty-four through forty-seven. And we'll talk to you guys then. Let us know what you think. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe and let us know what you think. Check out our Patreon for more ways to support and connect with us for as low as $1 a month. You can also find us on Instagram at, at Fairies and Fangirls. Jump in on the conversation and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.